Hello. Hi, Suraj. Hello, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm all right, thank you. Good. Well, this is so weird because we've not actually seen each other, but <laughs> thank you so much anyway for doing this. <laughs> yeah, no worries, no worries. It's crazy. Like, I've never used this um, website, so it, it's almost like a phone call, I guess. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Like, um, I figured out how to kind of just create this podcast at home and all the technology is great. Yeah, I mean, the best of lockdown, I guess. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, so I'll get straight into it, obviously, because I know you're busy. But sure, sure. Um, just wanted to introduce you on the Noir Culture podcast. Um, our special guest, Siraj Shah, who is the founder of the BAME General Opens Editions, Auditions event. And he's here to speak to us about it in a little bit more detail. And we're kind of just going to get to know where it all began how it all started so um i think my first question for you is how did you come up with this idea and and why um so <laughs> it all began when i was doing my foundation course in acting um at Birmingham school of acting and i noticed at the school there was no diversity and like representation just didn't exist in the school like there was a couple of like black people south asian people and east asian people but it was like literally like sprinkled across the whole school mm-hmm. so i it really affected me and even the course itself like i was on the foundation course but i can't imagine what the three-year course is like um mm-hmm. i don't know if it's changed now but when i was there and it it affected me and I was like I, w- I want to do something about it so I created a platform the BAME platform on Twitter um, to provoke conversations on diversity representation equality um, mm-hmm. and at the time I didn't really know much about it I created it to I get I guess to know more about it and connect with people that also feel the same thing and then yeah. a lot of people started following it and influential people in the industry like directors and casting directors started to follow it and I was like okay this is getting some recognition but then one night I was going to sleep and I was like we all keep talking about it we all keep shouting about it but no one's doing anything or Mm. at least I didn't see on my where I was no one was doing anything so Mm. I was like let me do something that might change it so I was like oh there's an idea like what if people what if I do like a audition, like a showcase, like how mm-hmm. drama schools do showcases at the end of the third year, but for ethnic, ethnically diverse people? Um, yeah. And I was like, okay, let's think of this idea. And I just put it onto it. I was like, would anyone be interested? And a lot of people commented on it, retweeted it, um, liked it, and said they were interested. Like, not just actors, but even casting directors and directors. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay now people know about it i have to do it so i just started to plan it and um i planned most of it and then a good friend of mine now jilly moore who's the managing director of um galloway's agency she Mm. contacted me saying i like she really liked what i was doing and she was like i want to help because she feels really passionate about it so she helped because she ran a lot of auditions in the past and she knows a lot about it how to run it Mm-hmm. She helped help organize because I had never done um, an event before in my life. I'd yeah. never done it, so I was like, "Yeah, I'll take this help. I, I, I'll, I'll need some help." And she helped me. So, and yeah, I, I guess it. After planning it, it just went ahead. 
um, wow. two years ago. Wow, so that's the first time you ever did an event like that. Like, the planning process must have been quite difficult if it was, like, the first time. And I guess most people who come up with, like, a concept and then they start getting attention with it, they kind of get, like, whoa, I didn't expect this thing. They won't really know what to do. Did you ever feel like that? Um, No, because I think it didn't hit me how effective the event was until after the event like i was just going along with the flow i was just doing bit by bit and i was like in my gap here as well so i was um just living life i guess i was working going to auditions um and just enjoying it so i was just like taking it bit by bit and i didn't realize how how much work i had put into it until after uh, after i reflected and i was like wait it was a whole event and i did it mostly by myself and i was like okay okay (laughs) It's quite impressive. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I, I guess like if I, I was shocked that I was like it, it, it pulled off in the end. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, cool. Yeah, I think most people would be like that. I think because it's just some an idea that you had, you know, and it's like turned into this like incredible thing. Which I followed like. Um, the Twitter page and lots on the Instagram. So you guys constantly post and share like casting calls and stuff, but not only that, you also share like um, job roles in the TV industry. Yeah. So with yeah. that, like we only repost and retweet or like post like original content that's paid at least equity minimum. Cause I'm mm. a true believer of like, you have to be paid for your mm. your work because if if you start working for free and i guess it, it is there is a fine line between offering yourself to a friend going yeah, yeah i'll do you a favor and then like actually working for free because mm-hmm. then if people start working for free people will always go down the cheap like yeah you'd rather have you'd rather have an actor who's working for free than an actor you have to pay that can do exactly the same job do you get exactly and then yeah just end up not being paid Mm. at all it's hard enough already exactly and I think I I read one of your interviews that you did with backstage and you mentioned that you obviously are looking for ethnically diverse talent but um it's not you can't it's not just about the melanin in your skin like you actually have to have talent which I think is important to mention because you know we have so many schemes coming out in the tv industry and all these other industries trying to like you know save like face and to make sure that they're being diverse but they don't really sometimes it it may feel like they just want to employ black asian people just for like the numbers and the ticking a box yeah that's so true and i think like you also get this feeling yourself like when when you are chosen to do it or when you do get into drum school or you get the job you sometimes do feel like oh am i here because i'm just ticking a box am i here because mm. they they're ju- they just want to feel the equality quota like mm-hmm. you do doubt yourself sometimes but you have to remember it you like like i said like the melanin in skin doesn't make you get to the place that you're going to get to it you have mm. to have talent we have to work twice as hard that is that's mm. just a fact but yeah you still have to be talented like yeah that that's a big thing as well like people mm. assume like 
well sometimes people assume oh I'm I'm Asian like I'm uh, it's going to be easy for me because I'll get noticed yeah. so I just have to turn up like <laughs> yeah, no. yeah you actually have to do the work but and I think that's important I agree with that as well because many a time society will make us feel like oh because we've got we're black or we're Asian like we can definitely get this job but it's not always the case um I wanted to also know what actually happens at the general open auditions at the events like how does it how does it go okay so um it was it has been different because we've only done it twice and obviously one was in the pandemic and one was actual life so it's been different twice but mm. generally what happens is you apply for it and um so we just post out a call out on twitter instagram um and you just apply for it and last year we had about 650 submissions Wow. And we can only take on 30 to 35 only because of the day, how we structure it and to allow enough time for everyone to be seen and stuff. Mm -hmm. So we recall people um, like it's all self-tip. So it's all accessible. Right. Um, And then we choose people. And then the 35 actors or so come in on the day. They get the time given and then they come in, they perform a monologue or monologue and a song depending on whether like the musical theatre or just straight actors mm-hmm. and they get seen by casting directors agents producers directors sometimes people um people are sent from theatres to come and see like they're not casting directors but like yeah producer associates i don't know the titles but they like people get sent from the theatres as well mm-hmm. and then after it like they it's re- it's really informal so I've always been about this thing about it being a safe space. Yeah. So it's all casual. They come in, there's no lighting, there's no curtain. It's just literally a room. Mm-hmm. Last year we did it at this, when we did it live, we did it at the Southern Playhouse and it was really, it's like the environment was chill. Like, yeah. They came in, they just performed then they had a conversation with the panel. Um, and there is a lot of people. It can, it can get quite intimidating because mm-hmm. pa- it's almost like an industry showcase the panel it's like an audience it's not like a like four or five people there's like 30 to 40 people in the audience oh really yeah that all industry um uh professionals like the class and directors and stuff yeah after they've performed and performed their monologue or song they just have a chat like a general chat they ask questions each person gets around 10 minutes although in the first round we did run out of time we had to rush quite a bit because <laughs> my that was the thing that I thought like I didn't really think about like yeah the um the timing of people in the room but I guess that's the whole idea of a live audition yeah um yeah they come in they have a conversation and then they go home um most a lot of people got agents from it wow a lot of people get see like a lot of casting directors took away CVs at the end as well okay so yeah like i am casting directors and directors always come back to me and they're like yeah we've seen a lot of people from your audition so that like they always i always get praise for it so it yeah. makes me happy like people have taken it seriously and yeah people are getting stuff out of it i think it it's also like another way to get into acting isn't it because most people would think that oh you have to go to drama school that's like the the most popular way anyway and this is kind of giving 
a different pathway for people who don't always have access to like the funds and um stuff like that so i think that's great as well um do you have have you ever been given any like feedback from other like actors and actresses and or reviews about the event and people just praising like the work that you're doing um yeah so we don't i've never gone out of my way to go and ask for it um mm-hmm. simply because i i don't have time yeah <laughs> I, I just didn't i don't have time to go and ask for feedback but people do message me t- from time to time like for example there's an actor who um got an agent from it and then had like a, a role in the eastenders and um oh, wow. a few other shows as well from it and i think it w- it was more difficult this year because there's been no jobs mm. like from the pandemic like everything just shut down so i think that did affect like people getting jobs from it but it didn't affect people getting agents mm. that was that was pretty cool yeah um, people come back to even like people from the first auditions they still come back to me and be and, and I like thank you so much for it like I still mm-hmm. remember when I got an agent from the showcase and I had, and I'd been trying for so long yeah. to get an agent before it and it just didn't happen so I think mm-hmm. like as you said, like when we t- when we take on the actors we don't look at anything but the videos we just look at the videos we look at the talent and we're like right. okay is this suitable for the auditions mm-hmm. is it suitable for what the agents might be looking for mm. and there's a lot of things that go into se- going to selecting the actors but yeah then it's talent talent will speak for itself yeah definitely and how different has it been for you like the process of like you know picking people and helping them get like casting directors and stuff like that how different has it been from like before the pandemic when you did it the first time to now um i get i don't think it's been any different i think a lot more people applied mm. so like we had to be quite strict on ourselves because there was a lot of incredible talent yeah and we had to be really like like pinpointing like tiny things like does this work and you've got to remember like if we've got 35 spaces we have to make that diverse as well we have to include as many mm. different backgrounds different ages different genders mm. in that so everyone gets a chance it's not just a whole like it's not just majority asian people and then mm. like a couple of black people a couple of like east asian people it, like it's yeah. we have to like balance it in that way as well so it it all takes takes a part in it but mm-hmm. generally it's not it's it was just more difficult it's not been any different because i guess the self tape i mean this year we did ask for um introductions as well yeah the like a minute introduction about yourself um only because that helped the agents and casting directors get to know them a bit more because in the actual live auditions mm-hmm. they would go into the room and introduce themselves so yeah um yeah that was the only different thing but i think it's still it's it's quite beneficial still right now i think most people would be disheartened to try and like try and enter and break into this industry but i think you know there's still opportunities there and it's just a different kind of time that we're living living in yeah. where everything has to be virtual but i think it shows that um if you can like do a successful self tape and show your talent through that 
that just shows how talented you are as a person I think yeah like there's so much you can you do like you don't even have to have a studio like you can literally do it on your iphone and then Mm -hmm. with a plain background and that's fine like as long as you're lit well and you can hear yourself like it it will do the job yeah definitely and i think i'd i think i'd like to know as well as my listeners we'd like to know do you think before without events like yours there's like a space for us black asian ethnic minority people to succeed without things like this um i mean i think that there always is a space but it it's the question of is it accessible is it Mm. is it like before events like mine because there are other events as well that focus on like um low-income background people and yeah people that face other barriers which which is incredible that i think we do need more of it mm-hmm. without events like these the industry is just not accessible it like yeah it's di- like before all of these events you'd have to go to drama school because that's the only place agents went or you'd have to knock on the agent's door doors mm-hmm. which most of the time because they're so busy and inundated with requests that you don't get a reply mm-hmm. um, that's another thing with with our auditions they also get feedback on the monologues um yeah which i quite like that i think that's really cool because mm-hmm. a lot of the time you don't get feedback yeah it's definitely beneficial to hear back from like people to see what what you know you can do to improve yeah yeah and i think um i'd also like to know a bit about you like what what other projects are you working on or is there anything that you could tell us that because obviously this is this probably takes a lot of your time as well but for your work what are you doing um so i'm currently at mountview training to Mm -hmm. be an actor i guess yeah Um, and see what the industry is like and then I like so because I'm in second year it takes a lot of my time so I've had Mm. to kind of like take a step Um, but we try to do as many events as possible for example last year Mm. I think or the year before we did a musical theatre workshop with um, Felicity and Paul from Cameron McIntosh and um, we're planning on doing other events as well with casting directors yeah. and directors but that's all in the works at the moment yeah so at the moment there's nothing that is really hard at mm. the moment because it's the line of like you don't want to intrude on people's personal spaces and personal yeah. lives especially at this time because it's really hard but then we also want to do something mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but I, I think I'd like to know as well um, is the event f- for everyone like um, is it for people that are living in London or living like is can people you know try and get in on the event even if they're living like in Scotland or something <laughs> yeah yeah Last in the first audition we had a couple of people from Scotland travelling okay. down um, because it's self-tape, it's open to anyone in the right. UK. Um, as long as you can travel on the day, like, like um, to, like I don't have a an objection. I think when it comes up comes to people mm. abroad, I think that becomes more difficult because yeah, 
I don't know the rules about people taking agents taking on people that live in other countries mm-hmm. or um, casting doubt. I mean, I think casting doubts is a more lenient because you can be anywhere yeah. I guess, to audition. But okay, yeah. so it's it's open for it's quite open. Yeah, to anyone, any age. Um, any ability like whether you're in school or you're like we had children as well last on oh, the first really? run. yeah that's so good like I think I'm just so impressed because I've never <laughs> really heard of anything like this where it's like open like to everyone and everyone can just you know showcase their talents and I think it's it's a great thing like not many people would take their own time out to do stuff like this and i think it's great i mean i love performing arts so as soon as i heard about it i was just like (laughs) (laughs) so intrigued and interested but yeah yeah i think i think it's wonderful and is this something that you want to you know take even on, on a bigger scale or how how long do you would you want to do this for i think um until we can get rid of like inequality Mm. and uh, like represent the world that we live in on tv and theater but i guess i guess it'll be cool to have this platform turn into a platform where we can just provide opportunities for those who face barriers not just ethnically diverse people Mm. because if we come to a point where in a (laughs) in quotation marks becomes equal (laughs) and representative of our world then I guess we don't need events like mine, mm. but for now, as long as I can see, we do. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I think we we definitely do, and, and stuff like this is just like setting in stone how important it is to showcase people that like look like us on stage and mm. on screen. So yeah but thank you so much i'm conscious of the time um, and i know you have a call but I, I think that's that's about everything i'm thank you so much Saraj. it's been lovely to, to talk to you and i hope you have a lovely day thank you so much you have a lovely day and thank care. you bye bye, bye.